Ashley. And this is Aaron. Put <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys so much for joining us another week. We appreciate it as always. Welcome! Yes, and we're so excited to bring you a new fun episode this week. And we're going to go ahead and get things started with... Five questions! Ooh, ooh. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tasha Matt. Okay, well, you got it. <laughs> All right. I'm really excited about these five questions. Uh, oh, Lord. Okay. I know what that means. <laughs> no, actually, you don't, actually. See? Or maybe you do. I don't know. All right. So, you know all the versus battles that have been going on. Oh, yes. So, I've looked through some of those battles, some of the, the, the comparisons, and we're just going to uh-huh. see. We're going to do our own versus battle. We're going to see what we would pick. Let me just say, too. Wait, is all five questions going to be versus questions? Yes, this or this. Okay. And it's going to be based on their actual bat, like the ones that they actually put up against each other. Okay. Let me also just say, I realized, like, in doing this, that there were a lot of songs. Like, once I went to a one one battle, I was like, dang, okay. <sighs> all right. And then I went to the next battle. I was like, ah, man. I'm trying to narrow this down to five. Is, okay. We'll see. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's. Anyway. Okay. Battle one. <laughs> Okay. Red Light Special, Babyface, versus I Get Lonely, Teddy Riley. Oh, wait a minute. Before, I an- or before we answer, are we doing one, two, threes, or like we just going? Oh, like, yes. Right. No, let's do one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Ah! Okay, ready? All right. Uh-huh. One, two, three. Red, Red Light, Light Special. Special. Yeah. 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 That's my shit. Okay. Battle two. Yes, battle two here. We're going to go with, this is... Trey Songs, Need a Girl by Jonta Austin versus Go On Girl, Neo. Okay. You ready? Yep. One, two, three. Go, Go On, on Girl. girl. <laughs> yes, of mm-hmm. course. Of course. See? Okay. Okay. Quest- Battle three. <laughs> Aaliyah, Miss You versus Rihanna, Unfaithful. Ooh. Ready. One, two, three. I miss you. Wow. Okay. I'm just telling you, man. That unfaithful song, it just hits. Wait a minute. Which wait a minute? The the Aaliyah song you're talking about. You're talking about. Um. Oh wait. You're talking about. It's It's been been too long and I'm lost with. Oh. No. I. You know. I don't know why I thought of something else. You know what? I was thinking of. I care for you. I was thinking of. I care for you. Um. I like to change my answer. So for the record, my real answer is unfaithful. Cause that, yes. I mean, I love Aaliyah and everything, but you know that that song just, you know, that song kind of just makes me sad. Cause I think about the video, like the Aaliyah video. Uh, that I mean, that video for "Miss You," like it was basically the tribute they did to her after she passed yes. away. You know, I watched it. I tried to look at it today too, cause I could make sure that I, I was thinking of the right song. 
Oh, okay. That little DMX opening is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, DMX. That was the first, that's what I thought about. Yep. Him standing in the middle of that crowd, that little, uh, or was he by his, Okay, any of that. But I know he gave a little monologue. Yeah. Okay. Battle. I'm faithful. So it, it sounds like we, you know, we, we on the same page so we far. We are. We are. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. Battle four. Uh-huh. Neo Mirror versus Chris Brown Poppin'. Okay. One, two, three. Poppin'. No. 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 One, I don't even think those songs belong in the same category. But (laughs) Poppin' versus Mirror. I mean, they they hold their own in different aspects to me in far of... As far as music goes, they hold their own for me. But Poppin' versus Mirror, like, when I when I think about how Poppin' makes me feel, when I hit a beat drop, like, when they come, I'm really what? to get to know you bad, girl, you ain't got it. Mm. Yes, because we gonna do mm. something that's gonna get, mm. and we gonna stay, mm. and yes. have a lot of fun. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, exactly. I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's a, a winner or loser in that. But when shawty, I listen shawty. to it, come on now. I mean, Mirror's just good to me. I must be honest. I mean, with yeah, you, babe. Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. I mean, listen. You, I love the song when it came out. Like it was on my little mixtape, my mix CD that I had back in the day. Like that's my shit. But again, like I said, it just different aspects of music for me. But yeah, okay, all right. So let's just say you lost that round. Next, <laughs> <laughs> battle five. Uh oh. When can I see you again? Versus before I let you go. Ooh. Okay. I'm ready. All right. One, two, three. When, when can, can I, I see, see you again? again? Yes. You know, nine, ten year old, eleven year old me, however old I was, however old I was when Before I Let You Go came out, um, I probably would have picked that because that was just something I could sing along to and I just yes. Now that I'm older, when can I see you again hits so much differently. Mm-hmm. And Babyface's voice in that song, and, and just when you listening to what he's saying, ugh, I hear what you're saying, but I swear that it's not making sense. What? What? So when can I see you? It's like you, you talk like somebody is telling you whatever, like as far as us not being together. I hear what you're saying, but that doesn't make sense to me. So what, when can I see you again? It's, it's almost a little crazy. But it's still like I mean yes. When can my heart beat again? What? Mm. It just sounds. Mm. You just mm-hmm. feel. You just feel it. Like you. It just feels like yes. he was feeling it when he recorded it that day. That. Mm, mm. You got me wanting to look up the lyrics. Let me see. But before I let you go, it's a little crazy too. Now come on, or it's a little, not a little. I mean yeah 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 yeah. Can I get a kiss tonight? Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, okay. All right, that conc- and that is five questions. Dang, okay, with the quick five questions, it's okay, that See, was quick. Trying to be mindful, okay. knowing we got, <laughs> just trying oh, to Oh, Lord. Okay, well, Ashley won. Um, so, guys, you know, you only lost what? by one because of the whole happened? mirror, because of the mirror thing, but it's okay, like, it's okay. Um, I'd like for you all guys, to tell us what you think. <laughs> please, one, let us know who won. Two, let us know your answers. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective, no e at the end at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook 
a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. All right, guys. So now we're going to go from five questions to under my skin. Yes, I always wait for the girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to kick things off. Um, so initially I only had one under my skin, but something just happened while Aaron and I were recording. So I'm going to add myself to under my skin as well. But (laughs) (laughs) my first under my skin goes to the lady in front of me at Krispy Kreme the other day. So one, let me just go ahead and say, I'm always having myself looking fat on this damn podcast, but I don't care. So Krispy Kreme last week had limited, uh, limited edition strawberry glazed donuts. Yo, did you get them? I'm sorry. Yes, I did. I'm so upset. The day I remembered to go get them was the day after. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Let me add myself to my under the skin. I'm sorry. Go ahead. See, listen, man. It was serious because I knew I saw it. And it's so funny because that almost happened to me, but I was on Instagram or something scrolling and, you know, an ad came up and I was like, oh, that's right. And then I looked at the date and I was like, shit, it ends today. So I'm like, yo, Rob, we got to go to Krispy Kreme or whatever. So one, Krispy Kreme, like there's not a lot of Krispy Kremes up here. The closest one is in Manassas and that shit is like 25 minutes away. But we get in the car, we hike it over there. Boom. So we get there and first of all, the line, <laughs> the line is down the street. Like the line. So Krispy Kreme is in the parking lot and you know how you have the little main road in the parking lot so you can go to build it. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever. So on that little main road, the line was all the way down, like down into the street street. And we sat in that line for 45 minutes. Okay. I'm just going to say that. And I have to say it out loud to even believe that I sat in anybody's <laughs> drive through for 45 minutes. Cause I have never would never like I'll be out. So anyway, like I said, so we in this line 45 minutes. I mean, at one point it's moving. And then the next minute it just stops. Like, and when I tell you it, it stopped, like it won't know nothing going on. I didn't know what was happening. Okay. So we finally get up the, the cars. There's the car in front of me. And then it's me or whatever. And the lady in front of me finally gets up to the speaker. Mind you, at this point, we've been in line for 35 minutes. Because by the time I ordered and got my shit, it was another 10 minutes. Okay? So we've been in line for 35 minutes. First of all, when you go to Krispy Kreme, it's not like it's Cheesecake Factory. They got donuts. They got donuts. They got ices. And they got coffee. You should only be like you're only getting a few things. And yes, I know they have a variety of donuts, but when you go to Krispy Kreme, you should know what's on your you should know what kind of donuts you want, okay? One, two, the hot sign was on. You should only be ordering original glaze. What the hell is you doing? <laughs> ordering anything else unless you're here to get these strawberry donuts or whatever. <sighs> the lady in front of me gets up to the speaker finally, and I got my window rolled down so I can hear her. She goes, Oh, <laughs> I just need a minute. What? We, you didn't had 35 minutes. You've had 35 minutes. What are you trying to decipher up here at this speaker? And then all she got was like a half a dozen of something. Bitch, you didn't know you wanted a half a dozen of original, of, excuse me. You didn't know you wanted a half a dozen of original glaze. See how upset I am. Like, I just felt some type of way. And I understand that people get to the menu and maybe their mind goes blank. But for 35 minutes, you sat in Krispy Kreme's line. Do you know how many times you could have looked up their menu while you were sitting in the car? Even if you didn't know what you wanted when you first got there, you had plenty of time to pull up that website and pick out the damn six donuts you wanted. Tell them at the speaker and K your ass. Okay. I was upset about that, clearly, because I just felt like... (laughs) Why are you why are you making my time even longer? Whatever. All right, so that was my that was my first under the skin. 
my second skin that just happened is really like a um, it's a blonde moment for me, but I'm gonna tell it anyway because whatever, no, whatever. So since we've been uh, recording this podcast, I've only you know I've been using like an older laptop because it's what I had to record on, and so then I had a I have a new laptop, but it didn't fit. I mean, my USB cord for my microphone didn't fit into the new laptop. So I just, whatever. So just now, um, Robin happens to be sitting in on one of the recordings. And she saw I was having issues with the old laptop, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to basically her handing me an adapter that I can plug the microphone into the new laptop. So I've pretty much been suffering all this time for nothing. And so I was a little upset with myself for not just saying something to Robin in the beginning. And I could have been using this laptop all the time. But the happiness of it is that, yay, I'm on my new laptop and certain shit I don't have to worry about. So You got an in-house engineer on your hands. Didn't think that. (laughs) In-house engineer. Listen, well, good thing she said, I don't know what I was thinking. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I appreciate her. So, yeah. You know that lady in the line? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I think that I have been known to take my time. Even when having time. Oh, I know you do. Oh, I know you do. But I get, though, in that moment, she could have... I would have known what I wanted by that point. Because I would have been ready to go. Yes. Yes. And I hope, really, I was thinking when you said, I'm thinking she's about to get, like, a... Either a big order of something for a special event, or she's about which really what special right. event is she going to at this time? At this time, right, right. Or she or she was going for the donuts because it was the last day, like. Not no regular regular. Like, I'm not going to no store that has a line for something that I can come back to the next day when there's no line. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And you ain't even get the strawberry glaze. I did not hear her order the strawberry glaze. Mm-hmm. Oh, but by the way, they, they were pretty good. Like, they to me, they taste like the original um, glaze, just, you know, with some strawberry on it. So it was good. Yeah, I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. I'm sorry. Next time. Well, but that's I, what got under my is. skin this week. Cool. Oh, well. <laughs> Trust me, I'll be on the lookout for it. Well, so this week you. is the key. This week is the key lime. Key lime, I think. Donut. Ew, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want that. Okay. I can keep that. Now, watch when I open Instagram on my phone. It's going to be an ad for Krispy Kreme. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> All right. So, yes, that's what got under my skin this week. What about you? So, I didn't have an under my skin at first. Like, I, like it, nothing that, like, stood out. And then I went to the ATM machine today. And the ATM machine is inside McDonald's. Let me just go ahead and say that. It's at the corner of 125th and Lexington. That's the one that I went to for those that have been to New York, Harlem, 125th. I went to the one in East Harlem. Okay. So okay. let's just go ahead and know that that scene is, for some would say it's, it's reminiscent of what old Harlem used to be in some ways. Whatever. So I went in there to go to the ATM machine because I ain't thinking nothing about it. Like, I go there all the time. And I'm also recognizing that I'm in there with a mask. And let's also recognize, like, let's remember we're in a time where where restaurant stores are being mindful of how many people they let in. They're not, they're read even doing the lines. Like you can't even, like it's not, things are not going the way they should be. So I go into mm-hmm. the, I go into the, I go in the store, I go to the ATM machine cause it's right by the door and I go to put my card in once now. I don't even know. I hope whatever scammers is that for this ATM, you have to put your card in and take it out and then it tells you to put it in and leave it. Okay. So I put mm-hmm. my, I put my card in and take it out. It gets ready to tell me to leave it. But as soon as I take it out, like, I'm getting ready to put it back in. This lady walks in, and she stands, like, literally right behind me. See? I feel like these are my stories mm-hmm. these days. Stands literally, like, right behind me. So I'm thinking... Six oh, feet, man. I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe she's maybe she just moved up a little bit because somebody's trying to walk behind her, right? Like, I didn't know. But she just stood there and literally stood there. You know, actually, I couldn't even finish my, th- I couldn't even finish my thought. I couldn't even finish the thing. I just canceled it and said, you go right ahead. And 
and walked all the way to the end of the damn excuse my language walked all the way to the end of the store and just waited for her to leave like at that point it's not even it, it wasn't even worth to me in that to say something I feel, oh okay because there's no real way to say back up no nice way to say that gosh but I for those like that, that. Have, like I said well yeah it, that just because now mind you now I'm I'm mindful of the fact that I went outside right so there's a level of like you're stepping into a world that is no longer just your own and you have to like other people contribute to that space but <sighs> it's but still people topic. can be mindful of the that space, is the problem man. we like, are in geez. this we share this thing called earth we share this world together like what you do has connects to other people when you're in these shared spaces and that lady I promise anyway whatever that's what got under my skin okay all right I thought you was adding yourself to under my skin. What happened? What, no. <laughs> oh, what did you just... Something just happened. I, my brain fired. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I'll go back and listen. Uh, Y'all go back yeah. and listen. When Reflections. I said it, whatever I said at that mo- right before that moment, that's what it was. All right. So that's going to wrap up what got under our skin this week. And now we're going to head into... What are we watching? What are we watching? Oh, let me ask you. Is Grace back yet? Grace is off. <laughs> Grace is gone. Done. I thought I, oh, okay. my God. Oh, I, so they don't have any more shows this season. No, they, the, they, they, they cut the season early. We were supposed to get a final six episode, but they had only shot the final two of the last six. So they ended it like the end of the season. Which I still haven't seen it. So let me just also say the reason why I haven't even given like the season finale report is because I haven't watched it. The last two episodes, oh, okay. once I found out they were gonna X, X that. they were gonna cut it short, I was like, I gotta wait. So I'm gonna in some ways watch it the last two weeks that it should have been on because of mm. the other shows that I'm watching it. Like because of TGIT. <laughs> like that is TGIT technically. Right. I have you know, and I'm not caught up. Okay, so yes, what we'll, we'll talk about. Okay, I wanted to ask that first. All right, um, so I was going to say what I was about to say, but I guess it'll lead into what I'm watching. I haven't caught up on um, How to Get Away with Murder. Have you? Are you? I haven't even seen. It? I haven't seen any of the this half of it. You haven't seen. <sighs> I'm waiting. Man. I like How to Get Away with Murder, and like I like to binge watch. I like to watch them back. Yeah, to back. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, because that suspense and waiting for week to week, like look, and, and Annalise and her games, I ain't got time. I ain't like, got time. Every show can't have me doing that. So I, you know. Right. So true. Okay. All right. So what I've been watching lately, one, I started Westworld and my sister's been telling me to watch it for a minute. Of course, I was a little skeptical because it looked just like some crazy sci-fi shit to me. And so I was like, I'm not watching it. Like, I'm not giving it my time of day. But she just kept pressing it. And so I started watching it. And it is actually really good. I like the concept of the storyline. So without giving away too much, it's pretty much based on this world that has been created by 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 this i guess he's a scientist or whatever i don't don't even know anyway this man created like a world for as a theme park and he created all these robots but they call them hosts or whatever but they're robots and he made it so that people can go and enjoy like the old west pretty much like but in the enjoyment which i keep saying like this is crazy this is some whatever this is crazy people basically go into this world to experience like the the wild west like where they i mean they have whores you know like prostitutes or whatever um oh sex workers i'm sorry they have sex workers in the old (laughs) bars that they that these that people actually have sex with like they actually have sex with these 
robots and shit. Um, and the robots are just, I mean, that's what they're made for. And you can do anything to them. You can, like, you can beat, you can beat them. You can kill them. All the people do is just like, they fix them up and they bring them back, you know, for the next day or whatever. And they're on a script. Like, it's crazy. And to me, it's crazy that people would even want to go somewhere and experience something like this. Like, what? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, but the storyline involves that and pretty much some of the hosts, as they call them, which are the robots, um, starting to come to their own, like, thought processes. And it just shows how that plays out and the things that they do. So I don't want to give too much of it away. But I thought it was a really good concept. It's something a little different for me. So I guess it's nice that I stepped outside that box. And what did she say that made you want to watch that show? That made you actually say, oh, I'm going to watch it now. Nothing really. She just kept, I mean, normally my sister just keeps telling me like, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. You need to watch this. Like when she really wants me to watch something, like she will tell me multiple times a week, like you need to watch this until I just give in. It's only a couple shows that I don't give in to, but uh, like 90 Day Fiance, I don't care what she say. I don't care how many times she tell me to watch it. I'm not watching that shit. Like, I'm not interested in stuff like that. But um, I guess when she just, she said it again, like last week, and I was like, let me just go and see, because I couldn't remember like the trailer. And so I watched it and I was like, all right. So I gave the first episode a try. And at the end, it was like, good. And I was like, okay, well, let me see where this is going. And then next thing I know, last week, I didn't watch all of season one and I'm halfway through season two already. So it was really good. The other thing that I'm watching, The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan doc, Mm -hmm. that shit is good. I'm sure y'all are watching it because I feel like the whole world is watching it. And if you're not, you are definitely missing out on some like great history. And if I haven't learned anything else about Michael Jordan in this documentary, I have learned that Michael Jordan is a petty ass nigga. And I am so okay with that because, you know, I'm petty. There's a part of me that loves petty people. And so I don't say it in a bad way. I just say like, he gave me the sense of this is somebody that I know. Like we tend to sometimes hold celebrities to like these bigger than life standards or whatever that they're not like they're not like everyday people but watching that documentary makes me realize he's everyday person like his little beef with Isaiah Thomas uh the way that he did when he went to the Olympics and didn't want to uh wear that Reebok symbol he put that flat that was that was probably my favorite part uh watching oh him like pretty much trying to do everything he can to put Jerry Krause back in his place or put him down like yes Patty, but I love anybody associated with him and anybody associated with him. Okay, like anybody, anybody that Jerry Krause like, oh, he about to show your ass out on that court. Okay, like it's it's a wrap. Tony Kukoc, sorry. Anyway, um, yes, damn it, there I go with the ums. (laughs) Because I keep every time I say it, I feel like damn it, that's something else I'm gonna have to cut out. But whatever. But it's a really it's a really good documentary. I love it. I think it's great entertainment. I think it's great to watch something that I was alive for and now I can like actually appreciate it. So yeah, so that's what I've been watching. And I'm behind on Good Girls and Charm, but I'll catch up to that and we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna keep going then with the last dance. I am okay. watching that too. It's it's I I cannot remember the last time I watched a show when it came on that is mm. so i've been watching this every sunday you mean I like mean, live tv yes like when it came i mean well oh, yes okay. well yes i'm not watching it like right at nine i come in you know sometime after that but i'm watching it live you know from wherever yeah. i pick up i watch it at i'm watching it till it's over those two hours go by so fast right One. like it, which speaks to good tv man like good captivating right. like entertainment 
programming. Right. They could have played four episodes, and I probably would have watched all four with them. In one like, setting. Look, yes. that's what I did. That's what we did. Like, when we first started watching it, like, one through four, boom. Like, and it was great. Great. And to think we have four more. Four uh, more. I'm so happy about that. Like, I didn't realize. I mean, I don't know. For some reason, I thought five and six was the last ones. But then when you told me that there were four more, like... There's ten. Oh my god, I got so hyped. That just that warmed my heart today. What? I can't so, wait. Yes, I'm ba- it, it seems everyone is getting to me better and better and better, which mm-hmm. is which is not downing the one before because the one before was so good. And I like how it's been put together. I think the timelines of jumping back and forth is, has not been confusing to me. Right. I've appreciated right, no. how I've appreciated the music. The music. Yeah. Suck. So, look. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm trying to give all Yo, the, the roundabout things it. first. Yes, the music has been good. It's been interesting. Like I'm like you in terms of not being like that aware of Michael in that time, but mm-hmm. having but knowing who Michael Jordan was, knowing like who right. like knowing who he was, right? But I'm grew up looking more at Kobe, so it's also interesting to see. Uh, I didn't. I still haven't seen that first part of episode five where Kobe was talking about it, but I have seen the clips of it, and it's interesting to see how like a lot of people who admire. Mm-hmm view him in that way like to see where he gets it from and he acknowledges that right like a lot of him in his game came from you know what we what we're witnessing in this documentary and those who've experienced it when it was actually going on so that i appreciate yes yes i love that good man yeah i think i don't know there's a number of takeaways i think commitment something i was i was trying to think about this too earlier it's 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 interesting to see someone who who is committed to something that they love and to, to want cr- to get, yeah. get to, mm-hmm. and to want to get better at it, to not rest on their laurels, to think, to not even know what the next level is, but to always be going to another level, right? Like that to me is also interesting, especially during that time. Yes, we we know that Michael is Jordan is not the first one in the like to do certain things in the basketball league. The story is that <laughs> Bird and Magic, um, what was it? Bird and Magic. They like influenced him, right? Oh, Bird and Magic revived the league, but Michael Jordan elevated the league what made it global and so okay it's to say that there have been superstars that michael jordan has looked up to you even see in the documentary right like that was his opportunity during that finals to actually be in the category that he saw larry bird and and magic jordan yes and magic johnson so you can see like but to me it's like he's creating a path that has not been charted before right and so that's another thing that I look at. He's he's our age. He was younger than us, like having to yes. live this type of life and make these type of decisions that were impacting not just him, but millions of people. Billions of dollars was attached to that man. And and he still managed to stay focused, at least at least from his perspective, how he's telling the story. Right. Like his main focus was the game. I think once you know that everything else to me falls into place and makes sense, whether you agree with it or not. Um, yeah. So. There's just a lot, man. I'm waiting. So I'm gonna good. wait until it ends, and then I'm gonna really have to process it. There are there are many lessons that I think. Yeah, even if I look at yeah, there's just a lot of things. That documentary is very well, and I'm just gonna wrap up what I've been watching with to say that there are a lot of shows that are wrapping up this season either because they're being forced to, or it's just natural. Like they actually were able to finish shooting the seasons, and I find myself not wanting to watch the last episode of things. So I have not watched the last Aww. episode of, this last season. This last Sunday was the last episode of Good Girls. For some reason, I, I what? I, yes, this is the last episode of Good Girls. This last season, I mean, this last episode. Is it because of because uh, of Corona? I've been trying to look to see if it was just already naturally going to be cut short, or if it 
it's because of that. I mean, if it was always going to end this way, if it was because of what's going on, I haven't been able to tell. But it's eleven episodes. It's a wrap for this, so I'm I'm hesitant to watch that last episode. God friend it's me. It's been eleven. Coming. It don't even feel like it's been eleven episodes. Okay, go ahead. I'm I mean, sorry. we've been we've been inside for almost you know two months, if not more, oh, for some people. You're right. You're right. God friend me. That series that series is ending, so this is the series finale. So I'm trying to hesitate mm-hmm. enough to watch that. Uh, All Rise, I've been watching, but this is the fun. Like they actually did a Zoom episode, which I'm hesitant to watch because that's the final episode. But they're like the first one of the first shows to ever do like a scripted Zoom show. So, oh, I need you to tell me how that went. I'm gonna be interested to see how it is. It's and for those that don't know, All Rise is a legal show that talks with you know that shows the judge, bailiffs, and lawyers, defendants, public defenders, and all that jazz. So we get to mm-hmm. see how they're actually gonna do this Zoom episode where they. They're going to do a virtual trial. I guess the whoever the chief justice is uh, allowed her to do a virtual trial. So we're going to see. Anyway, those are the things that I've been tr- watching and even just repeating stuff because I'm trying to postpone watching these finals up episodes. Yeah, but the last yeah the last dance is good and insecure too. But we'll talk about that later. Right. <laughs> that was all for what are you watching? We appreciate <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening. Um, but right now we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, use the bathroom, get something to drink, and we're gonna be right back with a special perspectives edition this week. Blue, right? Blue special. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, be right back. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back, and now it is time for this week's Perspectives. Yes. Yes, and as I mentioned, we're doing something a little different. So instead of us doing our own perspectives or doing our own topics, this week we're just going to take this recent episode of Insecure, and we're just going to make it our perspective. Like, we're just going to talk about it, because if you watch Insecure, then you know every episode leaves you with plenty to talk about and if you heard our last mini-sode you know that we are all in so (laughs) this week we're going to talk about episode four of season four and i'm going to let aaron tell us what the episode was about or give us the synopsis so season four episode four low-key losing it the women get together to help tiffany with her new baby girl Issa struggles to finalize key details for the block party and turns to molly to leverage andrew's connections all right Let's go ahead and get the episode started. Well, our, my my talking of the episode, whatever. <laughs> okay, so we start off, this, the episode starts off, we see Issa in her apartment, and she is working on, it looks like the flyer or something for her block party. She's hype about schoolboy Q, and she gets a knock at the door, and who is it but Trina and the whole damn apartment, ten, all the tenants in Issa's apartment, okay? <laughs> Serious. Do I look like a magician to you? Do I look like a magician to you? (laughs) Do she? (laughs) That little boy, badass. So, yeah, so we find out that the water has been turned off and Issa did not let the tenants know uh, within 24 hours like she was supposed to. So she's like, you know, I'll get it taken care of, which I guess, you know, that's kind of showing us. That's a testament to not only does Issa not, and I may be speaking a little ahead, but not only does Issa not have, like, time to nurture her friendships right now like she she's not even remembering like her responsibilities as the landlord or the off the manager the apartment manager right now whatever but it's just showing like how busy she is and how focused she is on her work and and getting this block party jumping which she was so, doing right before they came and knocked on the door so 
Exactly. Like, just, you know, it's not intentional. Like, she's just really on her shit this, this season or whatever about this black party. So... Um, we see her talking to the tenants, which also the tenants are hilarious. That man that doesn't have a dog, you're you're supposed to give me and my dog that I do not have 24 hours notice before you <laughs> shut off the water. I was weak. I was like, sir. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, so that happens. Issa says, okay, you know, I'm going to take care of things or whatever. And so then we see Molly in her apartment. And Molly is working at the time. And she gets a knock at the door, and her surprise is better than Issa's because it's Andrew's. Not even a surprise, but whatever. Her knock at the door was better than Issa's because it's Asian Bay looking great as he does, and pretty much coming over to deliver some dick from what we from what it looks like. <laughs> but Molly is working, so she's focused on her work as well, and she tells him to you know just give her the eight o'clock. She'll be right back. Well, we see that 8 o'clock turns into like 1 something in the morning and she goes in her room and Asian Bay is asleep, but she wakes him up to give him that cutty. Anyway, yes, Molly, that's what you do. Tap me on my shoulder, I'll roll over. Yes, cater to you. Anyway, sorry. Yes, so that happens. Okay, so that happens. We see that. Um, and it appears that everything is okay, you know, with Andrew, even though he fell asleep, you know, he woke back up and he yeah. got it in. So, yes. Everything looks okay. It so was a then, moment. It was a moment. It was a moment, right? So then we go back to Issa, and Issa's in her apartment. We see her get a call from the printer, and he pretty much tells her, I need your flyer today by 5 o'clock. And Issa is fussing at her imaginary assistant, Sapphire. Sapphire, you're a mess. Weak. Who the fuck so, is Sapphire? I just want to keep saying the- that. Where did that name come from? How, is her is her sister Aaron like no no I just she just know who in the writing room said that needs to be Sapphire ah, you know what somebody may have a cousin named Sapphire you never know you never know True. so we see Issa is now texting Condola about the flyer and we see that Condola has not been responding to Issa's messages and then we see Issa call her and seemingly Condola sends her to voicemail. And it doesn't look like Issa is getting a response from Condola. So that's kind of weird, you know, especially since Condola has been helping her like every step of the way with this block block party, excuse me. And for her just to not respond, it's kind of like, okay, what's going on? But we don't get to see that yet. So the scene jumps and we go to Molly and Molly is at work and she is at work with the other attorneys, the female attorneys that work there, which I was really excited to see. Because we didn't know where their relationship was actually left off, right? After mm-hmm. after last season, because Molly kind of did, pulled a Molly in, in her determination to be great at work. She kind of shunned some of her co-workers. But uh, we've already seen her semi-resolution with Torian. So now we get to see that her and the ladies are cool. They're sitting there, chucking it up, working, and all that other stuff. So... I was happy to see that. I thought I was, that was pretty good. I agree. I was so excited to see that. It seems like they're more friendly, friendly co-workers than her and Torian. That Torian thing was just, yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to be a capable colleague, not, yes. my, not my homie. <laughs> not my, right. Torian is not for Molly's shit, but I can so respect him for that. So I ain't even mad. Um, oh, wait. Let me just say, too. What, what does, he's been here two weeks and has had six salads. What does that mean? Well, I, they gave their definition. They they said what it meant, and they and they probably right. They're probably right, but I'm not going to... Personal thoughts aside right now, so it is what it is. 
All right, and so after we see Molly with her coworkers, it goes into I'm guessing the next day or maybe later, or probably the next day. We see Issa pulling up in front of a crib in front of this parking spot. She's about to back in, and boom, a car behind her pulls it. Well, it starts to pull in, and we see it's Molly. I'm just gonna say my opinion is that Issa shouldn't have gave up that parking spot. Okay, she was there first, which is again why Molly was behind her. Issa was backing in. Molly was trying to pull in, but Molly should have gave up that spot. She was being petty. But whatever, Issa was the, I guess, bigger person, even though Issa was uh, very much irritated, she went and found another parking spot. And in her going to find another parking spot, we see her phone ring and we see Nathan come up. She didn't see it then, uh, of course, because she didn't pick up or maybe she did. I don't I don't think she saw it, but we didn't um, we don't see her pick up, but we do see her or hear her listening to the voicemail as she's coming down the sidewalk, walking back towards what we find out is Tiffany's house. And so Nathan Nansford is on yes he is on the phone and he's pretty much saying to Issa you know Andrew told me about your block party I'm so excited for you you're doing it congratulations like I'm proud of you blah 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 and he says you don't have to call me back I just wanted to let you know you know whatever whatever I really thought I thought that was dope um because if you watched last season and saw their interactions with each other and saw their relationship grow he was one of the main reasons that she even went into this block party thing you know well she had the idea but he kind of you know gave her that motivation that push that energy like you know you should do this like it's you would be great this da 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 so i thought it was really nice he fueled her with that spark that made her feel like yeah i can do it i can do it i can do this yes Yes, and so I thought that was really dope of him, regardless of where their relationship is now, um, which it seems like they're not talking like that. But, I mean, he was confident. I mean, he he was comfortable enough to call her, so I guess that says a lot. But and, I, I still thought it was nice. And said you don't have to call me back. Let me, before you before you move on, I think that, I think Issa was frustrated with the Molly incident, but I think she's, I think she's just so focused that that's why she was like, oh, I'm going to just go around. Michelle ain't become yet. So, like, she's, like she's not letting those things. <laughs> yes. She's trying not to let those things get to her. Trying. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. And then Nansford, yeah. I, and then I like, and I like the fact that Nansford reached out to her, left a message, and I think if he had not said, "You don't have to call me back," people would have been wondering. The audience, the viewers, would have been wondering, like, "Huh? Is it, is something going to happen here? Is it going to be a thing? Could he maybe trying to like reach out?" I think he acknowledged, like, You're trying to reconnect. Right. No, it's like, mm-hmm. I hear what you're doing. I just want to come, I just want to reach out and congratulate you. And her face did not seem like she was like, ah, oh, she was, I think Issa's just so focused on this. Yeah. Like she was, like, you could definitely tell she, you know, she, she appreciated it. Like, that's the look I got on her face. Like she smiled when she heard it. She probably thought it was cute, but you know, she kept it moving. So go East, go East. She focused. So, okay. So she's walking down the sidewalk when we see her family um, catch up to Molly. And so they continue with what we've been seeing for the past few episodes, which is just this awkward interaction with each other. Um, Molly is acting as if she even has an attitude about Issa trying to get that spot, which it it seems like to me, I mean, it, it, even though Issa's not oblivious to it, I think she may be oblivious as just to how much Molly is, how strong Molly is feeling about everything that's going mm-hmm. on. Um, because Molly is outwardly showing her discontent or her you know being in her feelings and Issa seems not to really notice but anyway and so we see their weird interaction uh, we hear them talk about self-care Sundays which we 
find out that they haven't done in a while because they just both been busy and so maybe they'll move it to a different day and i can't remember who asked first but i think no i think uh, molly asked you know do you still want to do it and Issa's like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's cool. But still showing, like, they haven't had this conversation yet. And that conversation is so needed. And it, and it shows in this interaction and throughout the rest of the yes. episode. But we'll, we'll get there. Yes. So um, Part of me thinks Issa was serious about, like, do you want to do it? Like, I think Issa was genuine about that. Molly's response to me is what caused Issa to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. At least that's how, facial expression-wise, that's how I read it. Like, I don't think it was and awkward I- for Issa, Issa when she acts like, like, when she responded to the question that Molly asked, but Issa's, mm-hmm. but Molly's response to me, Molly's face, yo, I feel like Molly, I'm going to say this later on, but Molly knows what she's doing with how she's delivering her how messages. How she's handling How things. she's delivering right. her, how she's conversing with Issa. I promise she does. I think so too. And I mean, and again, even that scene or what you just said goes back to Molly feeling way stronger about things or being way more resentful right now than Issa is, you know, mm-hmm. but We'll get there. So, uh, yeah, so they have their awkward exchange, and then we go into the house. And so we get the scene, when they get into the house, the first thing we see is Lawrence and Derek with the baby that, uh, what's her name? Tiffany just had, sorry. So we get Simone, her name is Simone, and she is so cute. We see this baby, oh my gosh, so adorable. And so we see, like, this uh, hilarious interaction between Lawrence and Derek, where Derek is pretty much expressing his fears of even being a father, but you know, because he didn't did women dirty in the past or whatever. And he, oh God, yes, when he oh. says, I, he used to be a boy, somebody's going to try to finger his daughter. Like, finger they, really? Yes, That's yes. what you think? Like, that's what you're thinking about? She is a baby. Like, nigga, please. Like, oh, my God. I told um, Lawrence to look at her. <laughs> I know. And Lawrence is like, I don't want to. Or please don't. But you know, he says something to Lawrence in this scene that we can see in Lawrence's face that it makes him think. And, it, you know, it made me think when he said, when he said if it's worth it, then make that shit work. I was like, okay. That, I mean, you got to make it work, Neo. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, hey, if it's worth it, make that shit work. And even though, because he was talking to Lawrence about him and Tiffany not planning this pregnancy because they had plans to do other things and this just kind of happened, but it's worth it. So they're pretty much going to make it work. And you can see the look in Lawrence's face. Like, huh? <laughs> like what? Ooh. Like he had just had a yes. gem dropped on him. Which, and you know, the first thing, mm. the first thing I thought that he thought about was Issa, but you know, or maybe it, it could have been Condola. I didn't think it Condola. Been Condola. I thought Issa because I thought I thought, Issa I thought it was a build on. I thought actually that was the second thing that we've seen. Condola gave him the first sort of pause to think about it again, mm-hmm. right? Like with that question, mm-hmm. and then Chad, what's his name? Derek. Derek gave him the second sort of permission to stop and think about the relationship. Right. Yes. So. <sighs> There goes Lawrence's mind again, thinking, you know, and we're going to see how that goes. So anyway, so we get down to, we go downstairs and the ladies are down there. They're folding up some things. They're helping Tiffany out. They're talking about Issa's block party. They're talking about a couple of different things. And uh, Molly mentioned, or so Tiffany is talking about, oh, very important part where Tiffany is discussing her treatment, how she was treated when she was in the hospital uh, and the doctor's not taking her serious. I thought this was good because, you know, not, well, not everyone knows, but some of us know that black women are treated differently when it comes to pregnancy in these hospitals, that sometimes their uh, fears and discomfort and stuff like that are not taken seriously. And like you used to say, that's how we almost lost Serena because Serena did talk about that too, like how she was being, and that's, yes. that's Serena Williams. That's Serena Williams. So imagine if you just, 
uh, Tiffany from up the block. Like, they don't care. Whatever. Anyway, so I like that they highlighted that. I thought that was uh, dope. And, and they even still found a way to make it funny because Kelly goes, can you, can you, uh, can you raise somebody on Yelp? Can you raise a hospital or delivery room on Yelp? Is that what she said? <laughs> a maternity <Kelly>. war. <laughs> a maternity war. There we go. But Kelly, hilarious as always. Um, but then, so we continue with the, uh, the awkward interaction between Issa and Molly, man. So Molly is saying something at the, Tiffany talks about how Derek took up for her and had her back in the hospital. Molly says something about that's how she is with Andrew, you know, or that she said something about that with Andrew. And so Issa makes a joke, and I can't even remember the joke right now. What did, what did she call? Oh, she said, go ahead, uh, Jada, with your red table yes. talk, which was clearly a joke. Like, it sounded like it, it came out like a joke. And Molly... Being Molly took that shit all personal. She's already in her and feelings, and they haven't discussed it. All of her, yes, because they haven't discussed it. So she took it personal, and Issa had to explain. You know, it was just a joke. And so then Molly said something sideways back to Issa as she had been doing, but Issa kind of just let it roll. Oh, when when Issa asked about where to put the blankets or something, and she and Molly was like, "You weren't here last week when we did it." Okay, well, since I was busy, like, what you, like, why is it that serious? But again. They need to communicate. Like, talk about your feelings. Start with this sideways, whatever y'all doing. But anyway, so from there we see uh, Tiffany goes to take care of the baby. And Molly goes with her because she said she wanted to see the baby. She hadn't seen the baby awake. And so Issa and Kelly are now in a room. Kelly is being her crazy self talking about the breast milk. And Issa asks her if she's noticed anything between uh, Molly or has Molly said anything to her, which I thought was interesting that they uh, did that this episode, because if you remember in our, in our uh, mini, so last week you said, you wonder how it's going to affect the other friendship, like between Tiffany and right. Kelly, you know, with all of them. So I, I thought I found it very interesting that they, you know, kind of touched on that. Well, not even touched on it, but you know, it was brought up this week. Uh, so Kelly says, you know, Kelly pretty much just tells Issa, you know, if you're not going to say nothing, you know, don't pay attention or say something, let her know how you feel. Like you need to say something. And so at this time she, uh, Kelly says, you know what I do see Lawrence looking like a provider. Yes. And so we see Lawrence in there and then he, <sighs> Lawrence flashes the smile at Issa. I just gotta take a, I just gotta take a pause because it warmed my heart. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm so, like an, a, a proponent of them getting back together, but there are these moments between them that just make me feel good. Like it is what it is. And so anyway, so he flashes a smile at Issa and then he mouths to her like, you want to go talk? Ah, my heart melted. So she says, yeah, you know, she's smiling, whatever. And so then they go outside and they're talking. So you, you kind of see them like talking to each other, but we can't hear them. And the scene goes to Kelly, I'm sorry, Molly and Tiffany, and they're in her room. And so Molly does the same thing that Issa did with Kelly. Molly asks Tiffany, has Issa said anything to her? And she says, no, about what? And so, and Molly is talking about like you know she she's on me for about my shit or whatever or saying that I don't want to be happy when she's doing the same shit with Lawrence with which Molly Issa never said you don't want I mean she she questioned do you want to be happy but she didn't say you didn't want to but again there's much of this miscommunication between them and them not talking so uh oh, you Tiff- I, I I think that when Issa when Issa was talking to Kelly about this I thought yes Kelly was Kelly at first right but how she ended it, once, it, at least from how I'm looking at it, once she realized Issa was, like, serious right now, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And how she responded to me was 
I appreciated that. Like, go talk to her. And, yeah. And, and Issa said, I think she just sees me how she sees me. Mm. Mm. I think she just sees me how she sees me. Okay, sorry. I just, I just had to point that out because I really respected the fact that Kelly was able to, like, she, there's a reason why they go to Kelly. We don't always get to see it, comedy, but Kelly, right. there's a reason why. Okay. Right. Uh, Tiffany's, Tiffany's response to Molly was, I guess, somewhat uh, similar to Kelly's. Like, you know, it's not that, you know, things are complicated. Oh, that's what I liked what Tiffany said to Molly. When Molly brought up Lisa and Lauren, or she, what, Issa and Lawrence and, and Tiffany looked out the window, she said, you know, things are complicated. Like, and, and again, y'all just need to talk. Like, it seems like that's the the point, the conclusion that everybody's coming to is like, y'all just need to talk, talk this shit out. Like, y'all are friends. That's what you're supposed to do. So then we see, so then we go to. to they're just trying to, hear, no. they're trying to hear what they want to hear at this point. I mean, clearly, because they know they need to talk and they still haven't talked, but that's on them. Okay. So, but then we see uh, Lawrence and Issa in the courtyard again. And so now we get to hear their conversation and Issa saying, you know, something about she she said something about she's stressed and Lawrence asked her why. And she says because of the block party and everything. He asked, how's it going? And she says to him, you know, it's going good. But, you know, I haven't heard back from Condola. Like, you know, what's up? And she, you know, or I don't know if she asked him what's up, but she looked, she gave him a look like, you know, what's up with that? And so he goes, oh, yeah, you know, well, something I want to talk to you about. And then Issa gets a phone call pretty much saying that her headliner is no longer going to be able to perform at the block party. So she gets upset and Lawrence decides to not say anything. What, what was Lawrence going to what say? Was gonna, what was Lawrence going to say, Aaron? What, what do you think Lawrence is going to say? But I'm well, my glad speculation. Didn't get to say it. Are you? Yes. Wow. Because a part of me believes he's... He, God, this is bigger than this episode in terms of... There's a part of me that's like he's he's acting off of like those moments that we talked about earlier. Like He's reacting to those moments. And like all to some degree, but I'm also like... There's something to be said for not getting... for. They, the grass is always green on the other side, right? No, it's not. There's something to be said for someone making a choice and not being happy with their choice. And now they're regretting their choice. So they're starting to question their choice. And that is somewhat what I, that is what I slowly see or what I'm, what I see in bits and pieces with Lawrence is that he's just not regretting the choice that he made. I mean, he's, mm. or, or he, he is regretting the choice that he made and he's trying to figure out how to get back to at least what he thought, what he liked, what was comfortable, what was familiar to him. Cause he's not in a space to want to, to rebuild in, in the way in which you should be willing to when you are starting over. So that's why I'm like, I'm glad he didn't get to say it. But sometimes, I mean, the pushback to that is sometimes you need to experience that dry ass grass on the other side in order to realize like what you had or, or what you missed out on or what you didn't fully appreciate, you know? Um, so agree. it's kind of like, it's like having those epiphanies, like maybe he, maybe these are the things that he needed to, maybe not necessarily drive him back to Issa, but to give him a different perspective on how he ended things with Issa and to not make that mistake again in the future. Maybe not necessarily with Issa, maybe with Condola or whoever may be next if things don't work out with Condola, you know? Right. But that maybe also showing him that, dude, you need some kind of closure because what you thought was ended just because she cheated was not necessarily, like, even though they had that conversation, you know, like, Lawrence, to me, did not fully deal with that breakup between yeah, him and Issa. Like, I, I said that. that. Yeah, so, I mean, and breakups are hard, so it takes time and all that. So, you, there may be times where you just, you start to rethink things because he's now in a new place where he's not comfortable like he was with Issa. And sometimes when we're not comfortable, we revert back to that comfort place or that place that we know will make us feel better. But that may not, of course, not always the best choice to do. So It is not. And, I, and that's I, what I think. 
It, it is not. And I would agree with you more if this was a part of the first time. He's had multiple people since then, multiple things that have been happening to him where he, like, it's, it's just this moment and this time, right? Given what's going on. And really, all in an unhealthy space, though. All in an unhealthy space. Aporna was unhealthy. Tasha was unhealthy. All in unhealthy spaces. And Condola probably was going to be, could be, or could have been the first person that would have been healthy had she not had this connection to Issa, which is now again forcing him to have to face this thing. Deal with with her that he never with more regularity in a part of his life where he didn't have to before. But also starting, and like I said, I think it was last week or whenever you you don't. Sometimes it's easier to move on when you don't get to see how the person is evolving or moving on beyond you. And so they're in each other's lives and like they're at each other. They're at Kelly and I mean Tiffany and that Derek's house. At the same Together time. at the same time, Together. right? Like, so, when I saw him in there and I knew Issa was about to come in, I was like, "God, that why? I why?" Do think, I do think, though. While I, you all have heard my thoughts, I don't need to share them again. I do think that their energy meshed very well together in this episode like that outside scene felt like you could tell there was history yeah and their ease to be able to talk to each other and their their the way that they communicate is is, Mm -hmm. yeah i love it yeah so um okay so we're back to lawrence so lawrence didn't get to say what he was gonna say oh you said you're glad i Honestly, I didn't think that he was going to say anything like emotional between him and Issa. I honestly thought he was going to say something about Condola saying what she said to him like the last hour. Maybe he was going to say something about Condola like recently not being as comfortable with things with them two as I guess she was. Maybe I thought he was going to address that. I I don't know what he was going to say, but I'm glad he didn't get a chance to say it because it was off the heels of what Derek had just said, which is why I don't think it was necessarily the Condola thing. If anything, he was... He, he well it could be a number of things he could have been apologizing he could have been doing what you said right getting ready to apologize for whatever because he's not realizing that he should have fought for it it was worth it and he should have fought for it so he's apologizing. i don't think he's there i really don't think he's there though like i don't think i don't know i just don't see lawrence like coming across like that already like, I think it would it would just take more interaction with Issa for him to get to that point right now. I don't know if he wants to do something with it more than he wants to express it. How, how many people, or do you know ooh, people... Ooh, that, I know where you're going. That, mm-hmm. that when, when shit ain't going right with the choices that they have made, mm-hmm. do they start to turn back yes. to what was familiar with them? Whether what was familiar to them was good or bad, but they were in a rhythm that... that they were used to and enjoyed or were mm-hmm. dealing with right how many times have you seen that actually happen like that to too me too many damn times that's what i'm starting to see in this situation like his setup and what he thought it was gonna be it ain't for him so he start whether he acts on it whether something actually happens because some people sometimes reach out to you knowing that there's nothing's gonna happen right it's just they're they're satisfying their desire to stay in communication with you and sometimes right. their desire to stay in communication with you means to, their desire to stay in some mess which is why they're reaching out to you because they know that with you is going to come that satisfaction but it's also going to come with that mess Mm-hmm. Like facts. So that's that. That is what I saw in all of that. So regardless of how it went, I was just glad that he wasn't able to say it in that moment. He needs to pause and breathe and actually think for himself. You talk about not really uh-huh. dealing with it. Maybe you need to think for yourself and figure out where you are before you decide to have that conversation with Issa. That's really interesting because I swear I didn't think that it was gonna be some old like emotional shit. Like I just really thought it was gonna be. 
about Condola, which I probably don't necessarily care about her either. But what you was know, he gonna say though? What, what I, was he gonna say that made? Did I really thought he was gonna say something like you know that about what happened, what we saw last episode, like about Condola expressing her. Oh. You know, she should be the one that's worried about you know exes. If anybody's worried about exes, it should be her. Blah 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 blah. blah. I think he was going to say something to Issa because him and Issa just have that type of relationship where he can be honest with her mm. about that okay. and they can have like a, a actual conversation about it and maybe find some kind of resolution. Like, you know, maybe he was going to say to her, like, maybe we shouldn't talk as much or, you know, just something. I don't know. Maybe. But I just, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be anything like emotional, emotionally geared toward them as a whole. I mean, I think so. bringing up Condola is still in, in, indirectly talking about their relationship because he would have to if I mean, yes. if you're if you're going with the assumption, to which we believe that on our best that on any given day people are always trying to do their best, that he was going to convey the truth of what happened, that he would have to tell her that she is a part of why they were in that predicament. Like he, he no matter what, he's going to have to go back to them and their relationship, their history. Mm. No matter what, See, that's why you can't be friends. That's why you just can't be friends, man. Okay, <laughs> sorry. So we didn't linger on it this scene, but um, you know what? That's uh, yes. That's you know maybe that'll be a mini so. I mean, well, actually, we talked about it before, but these are they to me. This adds on to why it's not the healthiest thing to be friends with an ex because even with Issa and Lawrence, right? Like they're not at each other's throat anymore. You know, like they don't hate each other. They actually have like a, it seems like a decent friendship, but like you just said, it will always have to come back to their relationship. Something will always bring them back there. It'll never be like just this clear, even if it's like a joke, you know, like even if it's just something like a hee hee ha ha, it'll never be a clear cut. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, all right. So um, I'm gonna tie that. So, to, I'm gonna hold up to because there's a comment that I that I want to make later on in the episode that I that as you were talking I was like, huh, okay, I need to see that. So I'm gonna address that later on. Remind me if I forget. Okay, got it. All right. So like I said, so Issa got the call letting her know that Schoolboy Q wasn't going to be able to perform. So we see her. Um, she kind of panics. So, so Lauren says he'll talk to her later. She goes in the house. She tells them like I have to go. Molly, who has just seen Lawrence leave out and now hearing Issa saying that she has to go, I guess in her mind assumes that she's going somewhere with Lawrence. So she gives her like a mm-hmm. And we see Issa kind of look at her like, what the fuck? But, you know, Issa, it, she, her mind is focused on a block party and fixing her shit. So she has to go. All right. So Issa leaves and now we see her in her apartment. She is one talking to the mirror bitch, um, but the mirror bitch ain't got time for it because she's like, I got my own problems and they're worse than yours. So I can't talk to you right now. So uh, then we see Issa scrolling through. Right. Yes. And we see Issa scrolling through Instagram looking for celebrities to invite. When she was about to send that message to Beyonce. Yeah. I, hey, girl, I know you busy, but I'm dying. And my like, Issa, please, please. So, yeah, so we see, like, she is really uh, struggling to find someone, and she just doesn't know what to do, and we feel bad for her. She's making all these calls and getting nowhere. So then the scene jumps, and we see Molly back with Asian Bay, and they are at dinner. And so Molly is, like, apologizing to Andrew, you know, for her absence lately and, and being busy with work, and she tells him, her, like, her plans for the night. Well, he booms her ass and <laughs> tells her that he had already made plans to go chill with his um, boys to play some poker. She's upset about it, but, you know, what thought, can she I do? I thought this she, was date night. Yeah. Right. I figured you'd be busy. 
how would I? How am I supposed to know that? See, but I, th- you know, I, I think I mean this whole scene. Go ahead. <laughs> I think I mean I, I thought he was wrong. I understand having a backup, but not. I wouldn't say solidify those plans. Maybe if you're gonna go with your boys, be like, hey, if things don't go, you know, if she's busy, you know, whatever, whatever, then you know, I'll get up with y'all. Date but night I think does not that's mean all also night. date night does not mean all night. It depends on what kind of dating y'all doing. Like, at them two, at this point, I would think that if I was Molly, I would think all night, you know, because of where they are right now. I'm glad um, you said that. I'm glad you said that because you know what? Th- that's Molly's problem right there. I was waiting for the perfect moment. I'm glad you said that. You Why would is think that, a, that. How is that? You would think that. Communication is important in any relationship. And that, to me, is what's missing in Molly's storyline in Molly's interactions with Issa and in Molly's interactions with Andrew, she's a, she's assuming she's thinking a lot of things without about their about him and their relationship without ever communicating that to him. She's expecting him to be a mind reader. And if so, all does he not pre- have a mouth? Does he not have a mouth? Did he expect her to be a mind reader? Because why the hell wouldn't he say like, "Hey, I know this is date night, but I have plans," or "I know we have date night already planned." Let me tell you, hey, I made some plans with my homeboys later. Like, he could have communicated, too. That goes both no. ways. Yeah. What? Yo, I, I, I'm not disagreeing that he could not, that he, yes, communication in a relationship is, is, is two-sided. It is not just, yes. not just one person. But I believe that where we are at this point, he, the, commu- the responsibility to communicate the date night specifically, that's what I'm talking about. The responsibility to communicate a difference in, in plans or expectations beyond what they had agreed to, yes, relied on both of them, but he made plans beyond what they had agreed to. She was expecting things to go beyond between them two beyond that. I don't even know if but I But probably based on, so, but, but it could have been based on their previous date nights. We don't know their previous date nights, right? Like, we haven't seen the details and all of that so we've seen enough the, like you've seen enough to know that you've seen enough to know that she's always busy at night and he gets the free gift with, and he is the free gift with purchase he gets the leftovers after she's done with work we've seen that twice in this episode alone what do you expect so him if to we think? plan a date night, okay so if we plan a date night and i'm actually but if we plan a date night and you and I are sleeping together, and we've been sleeping together. Are you really going to tell me, like, at the end of date night, after y'all have, like, y'all go out, have some drinks, have some fun, that you're not going to expect to sleep together at the end of the night, or that that's not going to be on your mind somewhere, that you don't think that the night is going to end up there? I'm expecting, or that you, you wouldn't think that the night would end up there. If you're asking me, I'm expecting us to have communicated what was going to happen the night that night. I'm then he expect- should have communicated, I'm, and I'm not even expecting it. I am going to. Com- he, he did communicate it when she decided when she made plans beyond what they had already agreed to. That's what we, that, that's what I don't. I mean, they had already agreed he, to what had planned. Anything else is an expectation, and if you expect that, why not communicate that? And the moment that she communicated that with him, he made it known that I have already made plans for the rest of the night. And I, I and I and the reason why I probably side with him so much is from what I'm seeing, what they have shown us. She he has been there. He has tried to. They have made plans, and she has con- and she has twice in this episode alone canceled them, re-altered them. How many times do you expect somebody to k- keep doing the same thing, getting the same results? And just because it's this one time where she's willing to compromise, like, no, that to me is not, the onus is not on him in this particular situation at dinner. The onus is on her to have communicated what she wanted, not for him to have been expecting it or anticipating it, because he made decisions based on what she's, the pattern that she's already created in the short time that they've been together. She created that pattern, not him. He just reacted to it at a certain point. Now, we can go back and forth on whether or not he should have addressed it before this moment. Oh, we're not going to go back and forth. I'm going to let you say what you're saying 
I'm not saying we are. I'm, I'm not saying I'm we are. I'm just saying like we can go back I, and forth. But you, I disagree. Anything. I think the onus was on her to communicate. And something I cannot. Different. You know, when you when you find somebody that you are actually serious about and that you would that you date and date in, I cannot wait for us to go back and listen to some of these conversations. I, I cannot wait, wait for us to go because I want to see if your perspective is going to change. Well, why do you? Because th- I'm not saying that. Explain to me as someone that's married in a relationship. What is wrong with what I just said? What is wrong with? I didn't say anything was wrong with what you just said. I just think that your perspective will change when you're in. A different situation, and I fully see why Molly in her head, like, because it sounds, because to me it sounds like they just had a general uh, date night. It was like th- this night is the night that they were choosing for dates, for dating. It does not sound like they planned anything beyond just going out together. Because to push back even more at what you said, Andrew was the one that picked the restaurant, so it sounds like he had a hand in planning that date, and planning that night, and planning to go to the place that makes their own ketchup. So why you did that, sir, and planning that date, why did you not go a step further and communicate to Molly, we're going to go to this place, but after dinner, I made plans with someone, or I made plans to go with my friends. Because this is date night. So regardless if he knew that Molly was going to be available all night or not, because I'm not saying that Molly is right for her actions that she showed throughout the episode. They said date. They did not say date night. They don't, they said date. I thought she did say date night. She She definitely said, she said said, we were on a date. No, she said something about date night. But even still, you picked tonight to go out on a date. You knew you were going out on a date with Molly. Why couldn't you communicate as well? Like, hey, we're going out tonight, but after we go to dinner, I'm going to head out because blah, blah, blah. Because at what point were you going to tell her that you were going out somewhere else if she hadn't brought up her plans for the night or what she thought that y'all were going to do for the night? That's that's what I'm like. that, That communication should have went both ways. It could have went both ways. So I think in that scenario, they were both wrong. Now, is he justified, you know, because, or is it understandable what he did? Yes. Because Molly had been flaking on him. He came over to deliver some dick. It was supposed to be eight o'clock. It was one something in the morning. Okay. She, she felt then when she was working with her coworkers and she told him she was going to be late. She felt then. she definitely did. She was definitely wrong for that because you already had one. your plans. Mm, I forgot about now, that one. So three times in this episode and three times was, in less than what was the third minutes, time? What was the third time? When he hit her up when she was at Tiffany's house, I'm still with the baby. And afterwards I got work to do three times in less oh, than 26 minutes. Mm. Did he, did she cancel scheduled plans? And those were scheduled plans. Okay. So why I don't I, I I hear what you are saying, and then we're gonna move on because I feel my I can feel me like it just I don't see how what I wrote down actually I'm gonna, what I wrote down because I that got me when I, I said Molly is so and this will, once we jump to the end of the episode it makes sense I said Molly is so me 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 until she doesn't win and then she reflects after she loses. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. Like I like I haven't like I have. At times in the past. But as we're seeing, Molly is so me, me, me. And it's like, if she doesn't... And yes, she is so focused on her. I mean, that's like... I mean, that's like I was saying about Lawrence. Like, sometimes you don't know until you're over there in that dry brown grass that, you know, the grass that you had on the other side, even though it was browning, it wasn't... It won't dry yet. It didn't turn into... Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay. So... That's okay. That's what's happening at at their dinner. So Molly ends up telling, uh, I was about to call him Nathan. Molly ends up telling Andrew, no, it's fine. Don't cancel your plans. Boom. So then, uh, we go to the next scene and now we see Molly in her office 
And she's working, and the phone rings, and it's Issa. Okay. Well, actually, we see Issa first getting her tacos. Yes. Wait, Issa. I'm sorry. Just before you go on, real quick, and just just to, just this question, and you can answer now or later. Are there certain things in relationships that don't that you believe don't have to be discussed that are just understood or expected? Are there certain things in relationships that don't have to be discussed, or that are just? Are you expected? talking about like? Oh, are there certain? I think it depends on the relationship. It depends on the people that you are. Like, if you have someone, if if you're with someone and y'all just have, like, a certain type of connection or things have been a certain type of way or whatever since y'all first started, I think it's okay to, like, just expect certain things. Um, But if not, if you have somebody that you, you know, you, some people you have to lay it out A through Z, then things have to be discussed. But it also depends on the thing, too, though. Like, because there are some things that I feel like I don't need to discuss. I have my expectations, and that should be what it is. And then there are things that maybe Robin doesn't feel the same about, and so then we actually need to discuss this. So it depends. Depends on the relationship. Depends on the people. Depends on those things. Right. So then there are... So so then there are some things in certain relationships that may not have to be discussed that are understood. I think so. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was just sorry. That just was. Ra- okay. Sorry. I don't know why I paused so much. That was just wrapping in my brain. Like just I was replaying that whole piece of it. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. So fast. Fast forward back to okay. Issa's getting her food from a food truck or whatever. Uh, she. We see her call Molly. Molly's at work and Molly sees Issa's name come up on the phone, and she kind of hesitates to pick up. Looks like she takes a deep breath and then she like picks up in this dry ass like, "Hey, girl." And so Issa's like, hey, girl, you got a minute to talk? And so we see Molly, like, kind of get happy about that. She's like, yeah, actually, I do. Um, or what if she says, yeah, and then she goes into, like, actually, I want to talk about, you know, work's been so crazy, blah, blah, blah. Like, she starts talking, and Issa's like, okay, well, this won't take too long. That's crazy, and then, girl. And, <laughs> that's crazy, yes. Well, this won't take too long, and goes into asking her for her favor. I thought Molly was... <sighs> Again, Molly is full of resentment right now. Like, let's just say that Molly has a lot of resentment toward Issa that she is just not handling well, that she just not has communicated. And for her to feel some type of way, because one, for her to feel some type of way about Issa asking her for a favor made me feel some type of way. Because one, Molly, Issa called you. You didn't call her. So if you wanted to talk about something, if you had something that that was on your mind, you should have picked up the phone to call. Oh. Don't wait for Issa to call you and, and have something to talk to you about. And then you want to talk about your shit when she called you. You're being selfish, as usual. And you're not, you know, you're you're overreacting, as usual. And then, uh, two, I thought Issa, when Issa said, okay, girl, well, this won't take long. I felt like she was responding to Molly saying, I've just had so much going on at work. Or work has been crazy, blah, blah, blah. So then, boo, Issa like, oh, okay, well, you telling me this, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Maybe Issa didn't really catch the tone, but, you know, I don't think that she was trying to be malicious in rushing through pretty much what Molly was saying and let me go ahead and say what I have to say. Right, I called you for a reason. (laughs) I called you for a reason. I called you, Molly, for a reason. You did not pick up your phone to call me. You do not have the right to get upset because I'm calling you to ask you something when you wanted to run your mouth. You should have called me. Boom. But Molly okay. was so excited for a second when she thought Issa she was about was. to address. I, I wrote that. I said, Molly is not wrong or and or Molly is not having inappropriate feelings, thoughts, expectations. I just believe she's not communicating them, but expecting people to act accordingly. And I wrote down earlier, 
communication is important in any relationship because friendships mm-hmm. are relationships too. In the same way that I think that she's not communicating with Andrew, I think that she's not communicating her expectations to Issa. And they've known each other long, Years. long time, right? Years. So. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So Issa, call, when Issa called, she asked Molly, um, she said she found an artist while she was scrolling. Somebody he's represented by Live Nation. And we found out that's where Andrew works. And she's asking Molly, can you please have Andrew make him, well, pretty much get him to get him to perform at my block party. And so we see the kind of the hesitation from Molly and this kind of this look of disgust. And she goes, I guess so. Nah, and so she ain't do just, that. Hold on. Oh, Molly what asked she say? all the questions before she even Oh, responded. my God. Yes. Molly was Let's, asking all the questions. So petty. And I've done that Why does it have too. to be Issa's fault? Well, why does it have to be Issa's fault? Like, but see, that again, the resentment, the animosity right now. Oh. They're not, not communicating. <laughs> like, see, that... I actually didn't think that a big was. Part. I think that's what? I, I saw that in that. I think yes, given what's going on, I could see how someone sees. I could see how that is the conclusion. I thought it was more like sometimes when somebody call you to tell you something and you or ask you a question, or, and you, I just I just know I have been told something, and before I can properly respond, I got all the questions. I got all the questions because what I thought were the answers don't make sense, right? That's why Molly was like, "Didn't you have a contract?" Da 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 Like I don't think it was necessarily Molly coming from that place that we've been discussing this whole episode. I think it was more like it was the Molly way had that gone into the nosiness it. aspect of it. Molly had gone into like, what the fuck? Was it nosy or was it more like a you had to have done something wrong in order for him to back out? But, because that's to me the position she took of it. But I th- I mean, it's, she sees her how she sees her. Isn't that what he used to say? It? See? That is, and that's the, that is not that's the That's the motherfucking time. problem right now, Molly. That's the... No, okay. So, yes, Molly did ask all the questions, which I, oh, I felt some type of way about that, too. Boy, I'm telling you, I am not team Molly this season. I don't know if I ever am, but I'm definitely not this season. Um, so, yeah, so we see her give her the third degree, and then she says, you know, she'll ask Andrew or whatever. That, that was the conclusion she comes to. And then she says she has to get back to work. So in the next scene, we see Molly again, and she has popped up at Andrew's door with some sweets or something, which or some bread. Okay, because I don't know if you remember last season. Remember, that was her like excuse to get in when Issa wanted to stalk Nansford <laughs> so weak. And so she shows up with this bread or whatever. And so and then we see her and Andrew finally have the talk that they needed to talk about, you know. And Andrew tells her, like, we're not in a honeymoon stage anymore. Real shit, Andrew. Real shit. It's like we need to be making some decisions about, you know, our time and actually making time for each other and fitting each other in our schedules and being um, what's the word I'm looking for? Being intentional about that type of stuff, because it's no longer just like hugs and kisses and sweets and like, oh, my God, you're so great. I'm so great. Like, no, this is we're trying to do real life shit here. So um, we see Molly apologize. She tells her that, you know, she's all for him, that this is the first, you know, she hasn't been in a relationship in a while and pretty much bear with her. Like, that's why, like, bear bear with her, but she is all about him and that's who she wants. And so. I so appreciated that scene. I thought Molly was so vulnerable in that scene for her to say, this is new for me. I'm not used to being in, like, this, this is new for me. This is, I'm not usually this long, this far into it. I'm usually fucked up by then. We can go back and forth on whether or not you think she's actually fucked up or it was the other person. But like, I thought that was such a, an honest moment where she was being vulnerable. Now, granted, I do believe that a part of that was she had been trying to maneuver in her own way and recognize that that wasn't working. So she had to take a step mm-hmm. back and like mm-hmm. hum, humble and herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I could appreciate her doing that. Now I just need her to do that with Issa. Right. 
So after they had the conversation, we see, <laughs> we see Molly in the looks like in the bathroom with uh, Andrew's bathroom. <laughs> And she has called Issa. And so Issa picks up all happy, you are my best friend, and then let whatever, singing her little best friend song I would to Molly. Kill you, Joe's not so lonely. Yeah. You let me finish. Hey, yes. you let me finish that You let me finish. Yes. <laughs> let her finish the whole song. And Issa asks, How did things go with Andrew? And Molly lets her know she did not ask. And she has no intentions of asking because she doesn't want to mix that with her relationship, pretty much. And so Issa's looking really confused, as I'm sure we all were, because it's like, huh? well, girl, what you not trying to mix? Like, what what, what do you mean by that? And so, we, you know, and I, let me point out, too, let me back up and say, when Issa, when Molly said she's not, she's not going to, Issa said, what happened? Did y'all break up? The same <laughs> shit that Molly had just did to her when she called and said she needed help about the performer. Like, what happened with your contract? Like, what you did? You know, blah, blah, blah. So they they both see each other in a certain type of way that they're not willing to admit right now. They, that, that yeah, they, they, yeah, they can't see they can't see each other beyond what they see each other. But I I think know. the difference for me not I think the Molly and Isis on both sides were the same. I think the difference because between like that and the Andrew thing is that Molly and Issa have years and years of history with each other. That that. While there's a point where people need to check their relationship, right? Check their friendships and like assess themselves and growth and all those things. I think that they've history has proven, and from how we've seen this epi- how we've seen the last four seasons, it ain't even been a year and a half that Molly was like on some fuck shit, right? Like it's been less mm-hmm. than less than six months that Molly was like doing what Issa just said, like or was them not wanting to Molly. be happy, always right? finding a problem. So in mm-hmm. some ways, like they have they have the 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 luxury of history that adds to their expectations whether you believe that they should expect it or not in those moments they like shit girl what happened y'all broke up right did you not did you not pay your bill on time did you not pay the contract you know so i get it right they're thinking the thinking the negative parts of each other well i mean terrible so yeah so we see Issa with this confused ass look on her face and Issa basically says okay well i got work to do you know like i gotta go and Molly says, yeah, me too. And they end the call. Once again, we're ending the episode with them not communicating with each other, not being honest with each other, and not having this much-needed talk that they need to have. As far as Molly, I'm just, I, you know, I don't have much communication for what I felt. I felt like she, that was trash. I really <laughs> felt like that was trash. I have no, there are no, for me, other perspectives to it, no other ways to look at it, like... I don't see anything that you could have done to damage what you and Andrew had. Even with that, the the recent conversation that y'all had, I don't see how you could have damaged that by asking him to help Issa. He already knows what Issa's trying to do. It seems like he's supportive of that because he went to that the little mixer with you. Uh, from the scenes of next season, I mean, next episode looks like he's going to the block party with you. And he even told Nansford about it. So... I don't see, I don't think that he would have been soured by you asking him for help for Issa. And I honestly think he would have did it without hesitation. So, Molly, you're trash for that. And that's all I got. I think. That's all I got. <laughs> I wrote down, I'm like you. I was like, protect what? <laughs> right. Like, and I'm also like, I'm not on the fence on whether or not she should have helped Molly or not. But I can see the argument for her not. Or at least maybe I could try. But I think for her Ooh. deciding not to help. East Mile or whatever. I could see mm-hmm. 
while I'm not on the fence with whether or not I personally think she should have done it, I can see why someone would say that she should not have. My whole thing was, regardless of how she was going to take it, she just could have come up with a better lie, a better excuse, a more logical answer. She's a lawyer. Aren't you good with coming up rationales that just make a lot more sense than what she did? But she did what she did, and she said what she said because she wanted her to feel... She wanted Issa to feel her her frustrations, her anger. Mm -hmm. Like, she wanted Mm -hmm. it to hit. You do what you do to people... Like when you know them, like we, you deal with people according to how you know them. Yeah. And just to go back to what you said, I mean, you can see, I mean, somebody can make the argument for it. Anybody who makes the argument that Molly was right in not getting help. I don't want to ever be your friend. Oh my gosh. Don't communicate with me. You know what? <laughs> like, okay. So listen, <laughs> that takes me to my next point because change your perspective, Ashley, change your outcome. <laughs> nope. <laughs> in that there was a, so I didn't watch the wind down the, the same night I watched. I watched it later which always adds a different layer to me, or not always, but these past few have added different layers. The question I wrote down, has Mo- has Issa taken Molly's help for granted? And couple and, and couple that question with Molly's frustrated right now, right? Like Molly made the point that I'm always helping you. I'm always in this capacity of helping you in a way that, like I'm just always in this capacity of helping you, right? And like, I don't know. And that made me wonder, like is, from Molly's perspective, is Issa kind of taking her, her for granted in the way that she helps Issa? I think she only feels like she's been taken for granted because they're not on good terms right now. I think if they were on good terms, Molly would have asked that boy without hesitation. Like, cause look, look, look at what she did season one. Let's go back to season one where she had already cut Jared off, you know, because she wasn't, she wanted to just be friends or whatever. And she was looking for something else. But when Issa came to her and was like, you know, it's this tape of me rapping or whatever. And I need help. She still reached out to Jared for help, like to see if he knew anybody, you know what I mean? Like, cause they were in a good space, but right now, because they're not in a good space, Molly want to be petty, resentful Molly. And instead of communicating and not help Issa, I'm not saying that maybe Issa has not taken her for granted, but I don't see that as a reason to not help when I haven't communicated to you that you take me for granted. And that I feel some type of way about you taking me for granted. Okay, so I see what you're saying. Okay, I get that. I get that. I, I just add that, yeah, Molly could be, Molly, yes, Issa could have at a certain point, so Issa could be taking that aspect of their relationship for granted, right? And Molly could always have been feeling that way, or have been feeling that way for some time. She's choosing to express it, share it, and act on it in this way, yes, because of what's going on between them. And that's what happens, too, when you don't communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Which is why early was this the minisode or the episode, whatever it was. Which that minisode was not a minisode, but neither here nor there is that. Like that's why I said, like mm-hmm. I was sort of like, no, they should have at least started, had the conversation, started it right then and there in the in the grocery store. Because when you kick the can down the curve, life happens, and you're not always afforded the opportunity that you had in the moment that you know it came to your attention. Some of these things could have been avoided potentially had they had the conversation. Then they would have at least, to my, from my understanding, how I would like to see the relationship, they would have been on the same page and could have avoided some of this. Mm. possibly mm. yeah who knows but now here we are and we getting real close to next episode and it's just not looking it's just not looking good and i cannot wait for things to really hit the fan for them to get there ah! and us to see how that goes down yes yes, yes. did you so, watch the wind down i did i don't remember too much of it i do remember i can't remember if it was Issa or kelly who said something about um Issa taking molly for granted so i know what you're talking about but i, I just it didn't stick out to me too much um, Maybe, but yeah, I'll go back and watch. I it. was watching to like to you know the, uh, the second time to like remember like thoughts, notes, and something that Issa asked the question like, "What do you do when your friend is willing to? What do you do when your friend chooses their significant other over the friendship?" And 
Kelly's response, even while she was answering the question, I just thought that the general thought was like, huh. And she said, uh, she thinks, she said that you have to grieve the friendship that you had. Mm, yes. And when she I do remember that, her saying that. I do remember I was her like, saying huh. that. Yeah. Because when you put people like, yeah, when you set those expectations on what was and not what is, you're going to always be, mm-hmm. and not just comparing that relationship. And, and so I wrote down not just that question and that thought, but I was like, in some ways, is that how your answer to that question or how you process it, is that similar to how you would deal with your friend choosing a new friend over the over your friendship? Is that how you would deal with it? Yes. In the same way you think of, in the same way the question was posed, like, how do you, what do you do when your friend chooses their significant other over the, the friendship? It's like, what do you do when your friend chooses the new friend over your current friendship, over the friendship that you two have? Oh, same thing. I guess you're going to grieve that friendship. I'm going to grieve it because we done. Depending on why you choosing them over me. Mm-mm. And I also say, see, I'm going to say Is it really that easy for you? I think recent events have shown me that I'm a lot stronger <laughs> than what <laughs> I initially thought. So I don't necessarily think that it's easy for me. It's not to say that I'm not still feeling some type of way or that I'm hurt from it, but I'm no longer going to keep myself in, situa- keep myself in situations that aren't healthy for me or that don't bring me peace. So if, I mean, and that's why I said it depends on, when it depends on the situation, what you're choosing them over me for, like, you know, I'm petty. I, I realized that too. I'm petty. So if, if I feel some type of way, then maybe we just gonna have to cut things off. Uh, two, I think it depends on the friend. Like if you, like if you were to choose somebody new over me, we gonna have an issue. We are definitely going to have an issue. But if it's somebody that I'm not as close to, you know, like, I mean, yeah, they're cool. Like their friend, I may hang out with them. And if they pick somebody else over me, I may not give a shit. So I, I just think, I mean, there's it's so many variables to that. Yeah, and what but are we talking know, about? What like, does that actually what? mean when you say choose somebody over somebody? Choose yeah, them, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that matters. Yes. Uh, does that wrap up our insecure perspective? That's all I got written down. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap up this week's Perspectives Insecure Edition. It was great. Some great, some great chats out of that. Like I said, Insecure will give you topics for days. So, Aaron, are you looking forward to anything coming up? <laughs> yeah. Ah! Uh, I mean, given the world that we're in, <laughs> that we're living in right now, I am just honestly looking forward to the opportunity, the grace and mercy to wake up every day. I am looking forward Man. to staying coronavirus COVID-19 free shit is getting real like and yeah I just think navigating the world these days so I'm just I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to or interested in seeing how we're gonna navigate what's to come like the unknown Mm -hmm. so I I probably generally am like from all levels actually when I think about like politics social Mm -hmm. social gatherings like all the things that have become part of the norm that as adults we've been able to think about and prioritize and plan and pay for and do right in ways that we only dreamed about like some of those things are going to shift right like our expectations and dreams of what life was going to be like even though they've already we've already made god laugh like i think there's just going to be a new wave of shifting what it means to to live so yeah whatever i'm just interested in looking forward to seeing what that is what about you so i'm looking forward to Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Oh yeah, on Saturday. I'm looking Thursday, right? To, I thought it was the ninth. Oh, I think it was the eighth. But you could be right. You right. You right. I mean, I don't know. Well, the eighth is Friday, so either way. Oh, well, good. Um, I'll be back. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Yes. Also looking forward to so. 
me and um, one of my friend groups have been doing our own verses, like battles, oh, and like in group FaceTimes and like playing music or whatever. And our next battle is Saturday. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. It's been fun. It's actually interesting to hear what people bring, uh, oh, excuse me, what they play and what they think is, you know, great music versus what you may think. So that has been really fun. And it's just, uh, it's fun because we drink and all that stuff while we're on FaceTime. So, yeah. Do you already have a, a theme? Do you already have a, a theme this time? Oh, yeah, man. So um, what is the new theme this week? Oh, it's duets. Duets is one battle. And the other battle is, uh, oh, cookout songs. Yeah. So last week we did, the the battles were groups and uh, Saturday morning cleaning songs, which was really good. And the first week we did breakup songs and songs from the early 2000s. I won the breakups category. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> but I, I lost when it came to groups, but I was okay with that because, you know. I'm not big on groups, but breakups. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I got it. I got it. All the songs that'll get you through, whether you want to be strong about your breakup, where you want to sit and cry about your breakup, where you want to go burn some shit down about your breakup. I got it. And I won. So, but yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Word. Oh, and I've been ordering a whole bunch of shit online. So I'm looking forward to my Fenty getting here. My, um, my little Alex and Annie bracelets because they had uh, Harry Potter bracelets on sale the other day. So I got me two, and I'm so excited about them. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm looking Fendi. forward to. You better have your Fendi. Mm-hmm. Finally got on the Fendi train, so we're going to see how that goes. Do you have any Ivy Park? No. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you got Ivy Park money? <laughs> like, shoot. I mean, I own a couple Ivy Park pieces. Oh, I'm sense. sure you do. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. Because you got, you got Ivy Park money. I know how to get them when they go on. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Uh-huh. I got Fenty money. Okay, so that's the guess. <laughs> now, I mean, hey, you can you can have money for whatever you budget for. That's that's something I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Whatever you budget for, you got it. So yes, but okay. So that's what we're looking forward to. Uh, any reflections? I actually wrote them down. Don't ask me where they came from. These are from a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago, but from whenever the last time. Okay. I wrote down. I said. And you may actually, I don't know, whatever. I said, that's not always the case. Some people are who they are from the beginning. Yes, I can agree that there are some characteristics of a person that show up later on, but that could be them feeling comfortable with you and whatever is going on to let you in to that space in their life and who they are. That's more of an access thing than a representation thing. I don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. I don't know what that came from. Dang. See, that's what happens when we just be talking. talking. And the other thing I wrote down is, it must have been from Insecure, because the next thing I wrote down was, we forgot all about TSA Bay and that condom stuck in the scene when we were talking last week. (laughs) Gross. And, oh, what was that talk? I wrote down, real doesn't make it any less selfish. What? Something happened. Real some, doesn't make it any less selfish. Yes, and somebody was like, I'm just keeping it real or something. Or they were just keeping it real. And I was like, well, real doesn't make it any less selfish, right? Like, That's true. God, but mm, th- those are my reflections. I don't know. I gotta remember what I was... Man, you need to remember them. Hmm. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm also like you. I don't know what the hell I was talking about. I just, I wrote down some stuff. So the first thing I wrote was, they better be trying to get with you. I don't know. I don't know what that must have came from a while ago. 
I, I also wrote down which one of us popped our lips. At <laughs> <laughs> what time? Right. Um, oh, I said, shout out to CC for the Krispy Kreme dozen. See, that's how I know this was like, I, Lord, because that was like last week, week before last. CC had brought me some Krispy Kreme, put it in the basket outside the door because, you know, Robin don't let people in the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, I wrote down, how's Facebook dating going? <laughs> I know that's for you. Ah, and then I'm gonna. <laughs> tell you and then I'm gonna add. Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. oh no, it is really good. Actually, I mean, whatever. It's going. It's not going. It's not. Like, I'm not that interested. But my interest gets peaked at various moments. So my my issue right now is is that someone will like, someone will send a message, and I may happen to check if I'm in the, if okay. I'm in the moment, and I may happen to respond, and I, you know, do my own thing up there sometimes, but. I don't, I don't follow up days, weeks, months go by. And then I'm like, oh, it's just not, it's like, it piques my interest in the moment. It's not whatever. That's how it's going mm. right now. Mm. Plus I can't mm. do shit. So that's probably the other thing. Like, I mean, y'all can FaceTime date. Y'all can have dates on FaceTime. Okay. Common and. <laughs> I was about to say Common and <laughs> Tiffany did it. Yeah. Well, shit. No, nah, I, I, I think it, whatever. I it's think, cute. It is what it is. So yeah, that's, what, that's how it's going. Wow. Okay. All right, guys. So <laughs> that's going to end this week's episode. As usual, we really, really appreciate you listening in. We would love to hear some of your feedback for this week's episode. I would love for y'all to tell me how y'all feel about Molly and Andrew on that date, date night, him going to play poker. I want to hear opinions. So if you have some feedback, please let us know. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective, no E at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all show us, the comments that you all leave us, you all interacting with our interactions. Thank you all so much. So continue to tell five people and tell them to tell five people so that five more people can join in on the fun. Thanks. Yes, guys. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. A. Bye. Da, 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 da.